0: To
1: Coached
0: Soul, a podcast for a better you. Here's your host, Steve Hudgens.
1: Welcome back. I'm Steve. I'm a licensed professional therapist here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. With me is Julia, the co host and a therapeutic coach. Together, we talk about a variety of different subjects, or sometimes we interview other people to provide you with a different perspective about life and to help you to be a better you. To contact us, it's 918-280-08690 or CoachSoul.com. These are two ways to contact us, not on an emergency basis, but to provide feedback questions for upcoming shows. And if you'd like to be on the show, please use the contact page on the website. We would love to hear from you. Julia, as always, there's that smile. One day I'm going to run out of an introduction. (coughs) So just freeze your face on that smile. Who do we have on our uh, podcast today with us?
2: We have Janine M- Minoski, and she, is, she has to grace us with some amazing information about her life and her music and her authorship, and even if I slayed her last name, I know she has a ton of grace.
1: It's just you're <laughs> chewing that novocaine gum that sticks your tongue.
2: Well, you know, you know, if I actually used it, that would be a great excuse. That was just all my tongue's fault, so we're okay. just going to roll with that. <laughs>
1: Got it. Janine, is so awesome to have you with us the three of us have co-authored together in a book and this is how we have come together to meet as a community and janine is a musician out of dallas janine welcome tell us a little bit about how you got into the music industry what is it like to be a musician
0: oh well thank you so much for having me you guys are just amazing so i'm so grateful to be here well i i you know, I started out singing my whole life uh, as far as in choirs. I was in the theater in high school and college and uh, singing and worship bands, gospel cover bands. So I put a lot into my singing. I was training with, you know, some amazing people like Eve Robinson, who sang at Carnegie Hall. Mm. Um, bless her soul. She died of cancer a few years ago, but um, and maestro Dave Kyle. And I just put my all into my voice. I felt like I was missing something. And so when I found out about songwriting and that I actually could songwrite. it changed my it turned my world upside down it really did it you know to be able to tell my story uh in my own words with my own music was just glorious and so then I started putting you know a lot of time into the songwriting to be honest with you it's gonna sound like I'm putting myself down but I'm really not with all the work that I was putting into my voice I just thought you know I'm not a phenomenal singer like I love people that are triple Threats. And you've heard that term before, right? So in the music industry, it means you're a good, great singer, great performer, and a great musician and songwriter. So I guess that's a quadruple threat. And those are the people that I admire in the business. And so I just started putting my all into songwriting. And then when COVID hit, it opened up a huge opportunity for me to learn how to produce my own music. Because, you know, as musicians, we spend thousands of dollars going into these recording studios, right? And then you're a lot of times you walk away and you're like, that's not what i wanted you know i guess they're not in you know understanding me or interpreting the music correctly so i learned about that and then i started mentoring with people like john chisholm in nashville seth mosley in nashville ryan tedder and my goal is to write as many songs as i possibly can and to just keep getting better and better and better and hopefully one of my songs goes down in history like landslide or stairway to heaven or if you want to talk you know worship songs you know uh do you guys remember that song see keepers the kingdom you know like that that legend right she did you know that she wrote 500 songs before she even that song was even like made known that's kind of where i'm at now
2: well, and, and I have to say that um, having a, a music background, and this was pre-stroke, so I, I don't do what I used to do. Um, but I was a coloratura soprano, and um, and I worked with a beautiful, beautiful instructor by the name of Claire Jones locally. And in my younger years, and and I will tell you because I was at that time in an, in, in a really severely domestic violence type relationship. Um, with my first husband that she that music, her, her training, her her glorious personality gave me a space to be able to express all that pain and that fear and those emotions. And um and she would just it was one of the places that I was allowed to go without being escorted. And so I also so I'm listening to you and I'm going, not all singers, soloists are able to songwrite Many of us don't even want to hear our own voices.
1: I used to sing in the church, lead singing. Now I just sing in the bathroom and that's it. (laughs) I don't come out of my bathroom to sing, so don't ask me. One of the things, Janine, coming from a therapeutic view, I even have a client who is a music major and he wants to be a music therapist. And one of the things we talked about is music is being healing. And do you use your music for healing purposes when when you think about publishing your own music?
0: absolutely music saved my life god and music you know i i was in a domestic violence situation but even before that my father was killed when i was 15 there was Mm. just a lot of things going on and and even today i'll hear a song from the 80s and it'll like doesn't matter how i'm feeling i'll just brighten up you know i'll just my mood changes music is so powerful and for the longest time you know i thought You know because i'm i've always been a writer so i would read i would write poems and creative things and words are so powerful but what's been really made evident to me in the last let's say five years is frequencies Mm. so a lot of people don't understand like music is just a sound wave like all the different instruments they have a place in the sound spectrum right of frequencies and I couldn't understand why this particular sound or if I went to like a club where they were playing EDM or something that had, you know, I like, I physically would feel it and not feel well, you know, and, and for me, it's it's just that low like oh you know that 808 i love bass like i that's the first instrument i ever played was bass it's all about frequencies and it is it's it's therapy you could use it in so many different ways
1: and i played drums when i was in junior high too so i i know you the drum is the beat of the music
0: it is it's the heartbeat it is the heartbeat and you know what i've i have horrible not anymore but I uh, for years I've had horrible rhythm um, timing I like I couldn't even dance at dance clubs like you know Mm. nowadays you don't even have to be a drummer you just go to your little midi and in your digital audio workstation and I tell you what though that has changed my life as well because timing is everything right and if you don't have timing and you can't Mm-hmm. count. It has taught me, even though I can't physically play the drums, I can definitely press a button, you know, one, two, three, four. And it really has changed my life. And my chihuahua just loves drums. I don't know why, <laughs> but she loves drums and she loves drummers.
1: <laughs> what 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 genre is your music?
0: It's everything. So I will tell you my heart and passion has always been in rock of some some yeah. sort you know whether you want not heavy metal or anything like that but just rock blues you know the core um fleetwood mac led zeppelin you know again that's you know some of my favorite bands but what i've learned because one thing that i failed to mention was when COVID hit and it stopped all performing we had to stay in our homes as you guys know it's like so it Mm -hmm. stopped for us artists it was like a paradigm shift like oh what do i do now and so when i started learning production i also got into a community of people that specifically wrote for TV and film and and ads. So that's called Sync, S-Y-N-C. And when I like everything, I literally love everything, except for, you know, like I said, there are certain some things that I don't like, but I love all genres. Why not write in all genres? And there's such a fine line today between the genres. It's like, is that country or is that Americana? Is that rock or is that blues, right? You know, there's all these different categories and, i just write whatever feels good whatever is my authentic me and i will tell you though i did start to be my inauthentic me and what i mean by that is i was specifically writing for tv trying to do like some pop stuff mm-hmm. and my voice just doesn't fit and i just felt so fake and i'm like this isn't working for me i was out of alignment like i i would walk mm-hmm. away and i'd be so depressed going you know but you know what it's like then I just hire a singer to come in and and sing my tracks for me, right? I love it all, and and I'm like I said, rock kind of is where my passion is.
1: That reminded me of the NBC show that they put out their Songland. I yes. loved hearing about the background of how all these stories develop, yes. and the impact that it has. I think there was a a person here from Oklahoma that his song made it onto song land and it made it into the fast and furious music towards the end of the credits. Yes. Know, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. You know, she mentioned a little bit about music healing. You're a therapeutic coach. You're more impactful in touch with Reiki and yoga and the <laughs> voodoo. I don't know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Kind of tell us a little bit about how music helps in the therapeutic process.
2: Well, as we know, um, there is, it's, it's kind of interesting. I'm going to start with this. It's kind of interesting for us to sit back and state um, this music touched me this way, or it inspired me to do this thing. Um, it helped save me from this, you know, drama it Trauma experience that I was involved in, but on a therapeutic level, we we do know, and this is scientifically based, that music has frequencies, just like Janine um, just stated. And when we uh, when we look at that, well, what's actually happening is the connection between the music. It's happening in our ears. It's, hap- it's re- we're receiving it in our brain. Our re- mm-hmm. our nervous system is actually feeling, receiving what's going on. And that's why, like right now in the background, I know our listeners can't hear it, But I have lullabies playing in the next room, and all it is is just this beautiful, soothing music because I, as you know, I had this um, extreme headache yesterday. So my nervous system right now, as I'm having this conversation with you all, is using that tone, that that slow beat. It's like almost this wave feeling, and Mm -hmm. it's just causing this very soothing reaction within my nervous system, enabling me to interact. And so, when we think about music therapy, even even though that is not my expertise as, as a whole, um, I do know that with many of my clients, I will send them recordings from YouTube or Spotify or something like that on something that res that I know because I know them that resonates with where they're at at this day and time, and it can be honestly a piece of salvation. And I and I mean that not from a religious standpoint, mm-hmm. but from just connecting with them and saying, hey, you matter. I love you. I want to share this with you. I was thinking about you today. And so the, even, you know, I tend to be more instrumental related But words can just, you know, they can be incredibly impactful and speak to us in ways that sometimes in conversation we don't know how to hold a space for. And so Mm -hmm. music is broad in that regards when it comes to therapy. Well, part of
1: research, too, if you notice when you go into restaurants, go into a fast-paced restaurant, it is fast-paced music. They want you to gobble the food and get out because they want to serve those nasty burgers uh, Sorry, uh, I'm not going to name which one I think you got it <laughs> <laughs> But then you think about Going to another restaurant is slow music Because they want yeah. you to sip the wine Sip the drinks and relax mm. and have a good time So music does play A part on our mood That's yes. why sometimes I get Pulled over But I have to change my radio music Because I go too mm. fast Janine you know we're, we're kind of joking a little bit about music but was there a, a song that you wrote that impacted you the most
0: yes uh, you know there have been several and i was in a band called chasing oz um and it was perfect because i was in seattle at the time so mm. emerald city uh you know plus i'm a huge wizard of oz fan but i was processing you know i have three brothers and two sisters and i told you my dad was killed so my mom was a single mom mm. and there were the whole family collectively, we had a lot of stories and I'm an empath. So there were things that were really painful for me to go through with my family, Mm -hmm. um, seeing them in pain. And sometimes just writing a song would help me. I mean, and one of them was really aggressive. It was one of the most hard rock songs that I've ever done. Um, and it's called Believe. And it, and it, my brother was on the streets at the time doing and selling drugs. And he's he, up until that point, he, he's a brilliant guy. He had so much talent, so much to offer the world. And I was just devastated. And, and it was like a cry to him saying, what are you doing with your life? Like, oh, my gosh, you have to believe in something. You know, and like just to get that out, to put those words out that were so like some people were just blown away that that I was being so authentic and honest, you know, and I, I don't come right out and say, oh, that's about my brother. Right. You know, mm. um, but it helped me immensely, like just to process those feelings, because, you know, sometimes we have feelings and if we don't know what you don't know, you're like, I don't understand why I feel so deep about this or. Mm you know, you're trying to process it and that's what music can do as well. It is about getting the right frequencies and sounds. I heard a comedian one time and I just had, when you started talking about being pulled over, they were in LA and they were joking about how you know like road rage kind of thing and they're like you always can tell when somebody's listening to ba- Barry Manilow on the freeway <laughs> of, of LA right cuz they're in the fast lane going 50 miles an hour versus you know like bu, 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 you know somebody going like 120 or something like that so i just had to laugh about that cuz it's so true and and it is it's like getting the right everything matters in music to get that right vibe in fact you know you guys were asking me about genre well i have to be honest in the same world, a lot of times they won't even specify a genre. They'll just mm. tell you feel and vibe. Like we want this kind of feel. We want this kind of vibe. And they always prefer authenticity, right? They, they want whatever you have and it's
1: all about the vibe. It's interesting you bring that up because I just learned something about music about a month ago. I did not realize that some of the gospel music was written off what they call the slave keys these are the the black keys on the piano amazing grace was developed off of it captains of ships would hear or masters in the fields would hear the african-americans singing mm-hmm. and they developed the music off the black keys and it's interesting how a lot of our music is cross-culture
0: mm-hmm. It is, it is. I learned a lot about that. My mom's from Chicago. Uh, One of my uh, mentors, his name is Danny Mangold. He actually did a tour and was studying what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And what he told me and learned was the Delta, Blue. like some of those things, they would go to church on a Sunday and play music and then go to their neighborhood bar and play the same exact music. Mm-hmm. like wow. it, it didn't matter it was all the same it, it was all like that's where they get the blues is these it's not necessarily that they were sad or whatever it's like they were in this depression you know and uh, more than depression but but like you said the slaves right it's it's really powerful
1: stuff do you think music has changed you know when you think about music it would tell stories like you listen to country music they would have stories then you have like bluegrass, you had the blues. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was telling stories. Do you think our music is changing today?
0: Good. You know, that's a really loaded question because every five years, the music industry, it changes dramatically. But even year to year. And what I've noticed, and I, this is just my personal opinion, now that I know production, I know that a lot of the the pop stuff mm-hmm. is compressed. They, they take it. And I don't know if you know. I'm sure you do, Julia, what compression means but they just take everything and slam it all together to where there isn't as much emotion it's right there's it's hard to explain you know lyrics are still really important I think especially like in the TV world and when you're trying to sync things but there's not that how do I want to say imperfect to be authentic we're not perfect so some of it is imperfect and so like you listen to some of the stuff that i grew up with and it had so much emotion like the you could hear it in the person's voice where nowadays it's it's not only compressed but there's so much effect and everything put on it that it loses a lot of the emotion i don't know if i'm making sense but uh, that i have seen that big change and things come full circle Mm -hmm. and next year we could see a, a whole huge change like you, you know what i mean like
1: i just miss the 80s music i grew yes. up in the 80s i missed the music you know michael jackson prince yes some of the yep. legends that built a lot of the music and the way that dances yes. are made
0: yeah i agree and,
1: and music started from the past where the jews would sing their stories down yeah and then you go into the gregorian chants which leads into mm-hmm. other things Julia, we got about two minutes. Go for it.
2: I just simply want to say that one of the things I do love about music today is how many opportunities are provided to hear the stories and expressions of artists that are outside of the music industry. Um, mm-hmm. And there is, I mean, you can whatever type of music that you want to listen to or that you want to create. There is honestly, there's going to, whatever you create. There's going to be somebody out there that mm-hmm. is going to want to hear it. Will it be mega, you know, chart or the who in the heck knows? But there are there are artists right now that are breaking down the barriers of what used to be seem almost impossible to break through when I it agree. comes to the music industry and. That's one of the things I love. I mean, I have a, yes. many artists that are on Spotify right now aren't big, huge artists, but when they sing and yeah. I hear them and I connect with them, I mean I'm, I'm gonna be lifelong followers and I'm sharing yes. new music. I wouldn't have heard about them otherwise if I were just listening to say the radio. Do people actually listen to the radio anymore? Where's it where's <laughs> <my spread> the <out? laughs> I'm like, I use an app for everything now. And but I some I was you guys are talking about old school and uh and I remember growing up in the Baptist community and uh, and we would have these a cappella groups that mm-hmm. would come in and both male and females, and you might, you know, or families that that would do that and it was all vocal there was no mute you know background yep. instruments or anything oh the power yes. of their voices and the connection and the harmony you were right there with them so i just yes. want to say thank you so much for being here with us and what advice would you give to any new upcoming vocal stars that might be listening
0: don't give up don't do not give up do not give up Fail forward, you know, failing is not a negative thing. And when I say failing in your own mind, right, you know, where you think that you messed up or whatever, just keep at it, keep writing. Uh, There's no such thing as writer's block. There really isn't. It's like open up your your soul and your creativity. Co-write to get better. Go out and co-write. Some of my best stuff is collaborations with people, And I'm just in awe of what I learned from folks. And feedback is not a bad thing, but guard your heart, guard your mind and your heart, you know, because the thing is, is that music is subjective, Mm -hmm. meaning you're not going to please everybody. So you might send your song to somebody and they're like, it sucks. They're saying that because they don't like that specific type of music has nothing to do with you sucking or whatever so when you do get feedback make sure you're asking exactly what kind of feedback you need um, and get specifics on it because that's the only way to get better right is is listen to the people that are Grammy Award winners and who have who are out there doing it don't give up just if if your heart and soul is in it there will be a way there is a place for you and it's it doesn't you don't have to be signed by a record company. That's just not the the new thing right now like record companies are going out of business right you and I love what you said about Spotify because a lot of it is DIY mm-hmm. you know and and if you're passionate and you love what you're doing, just keep at it. Do not give up
1: And what a great this- wing person here for Janine to wind this podcast up. <laughs> you know it talks about Julia and I that were therapeutic we don't need to be giving up on ourselves we also don't need to be giving up on one another either yes thank you so much janine for today (laughs) julia until next time and to our audience take care
0: thanks for joining us today we hope to have you back next week until then be safe and be kind